0: Welcome to Patch Notes. We are here. It's been slow news-wise, so it's been a little while. Um, but uh, but hey, um, we're not. Uh, we waited long enough that we don't have to talk about Penny Arcade and Ben Kuchera, So yeah. much um, like the Senate, we took a week off. Yeah, baby. And we all went to Cancun. Um, I think you know what's funny is that, of course, like very funny that Ted Cruz got caught doing that. But yes, um, he has a, no, he has a humiliation
1: fetish. He got caught on purpose. It's, on yeah, a
0: exactly. It's very funny. I like it a lot. But the other thing that's funny to think about is uh, what all the other people were doing that we didn't catch. Yeah. Um, but, what crazy miserable sex tourism they were up to?
1: The the ones who were smart enough not to fly uh, commercial. Correct. Through a major international airport. He was trying to get caught. The man has a humiliation fetish because it allows him both to eat – well, to eat shit, but also, like, creates openings for him to own the libs. So he wins either way, and it takes uh, attention off of the state GOP in Texas and their um, abominable track record uh, as – on on this – both long-term on on deregulation of Texas energy – and short term on their only reaction to what happened in Texas over the past two weeks being uh, culture war
0: bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Um, A loathsome group of uh, toads, swine. Um, toads is better. Apologies uh, to toads. and Toads uh, before swine. swine. <laughs> uh, but uh,
1: yeah, two swine. animals that may, uh, very noble, have been portrayed very heroically in cartoons. Yeah, uh, Ted and Cruz and, and never pigs- has been.
0: Pigs have a similar DNA to us. Also, uh, Ted Cruz doesn't have that, so... No, no. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, we have actual vague news this week. It's been quiet on the video game front. It's a little weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is... It's um, the the refrain you'll hear is covid uh we talked about this a bit more uh last week about the uh slowdown uh <laughs> biden is apparently going to be signing an executive order about this this is a, a news item that i didn't actually include in our planning doc because it came across like five <laughs> hours ago or something but apparently biden is going to be signing exec an executive order looking into the uh the the super con- uh, the the conductor the microchip um shortages that are plaguing specifically PS5s and Xbox Series Xs. I'm pretty sure he doesn't specifically say that this is because of the strategic <laughs> reserve of PlayStation 5s that this country isn't getting, because those, <laughs> those pieces of technology also have applications and uh, NATSEC devices and you know military shit. Um, sure. And, and a wider array of consumer electronics. Um, but yes, uh, Joe Biden is now
0: the gamer president. Um, uh, well, that also know, applies I was just, to him I was just, just shouting the gamer
1: word While playing um, Mario I was just
0: or... complaining to my wife That he hadn't been doing anything And uh, I was disappointed <laughs> in the Biden presidency But not anymore, baby Nope. Yep. Um, yeah, we could we could forgive child uh, labor camps if, uh, if we're also working on getting those microchips Away from dollar sign Oni um, Alright, cool uh, Well,
1: great news Great news on that front, uh, but the, yeah, the reason that news is slow is because no one can get the new consoles, which means all the new console games are pushed ba- are being pushed back, um, which is all also all part of this the COVID slowdown, which is the excuse that uh, all kinds of studios are using for all kinds of behavior, um, mm-hmm, including mm. our first news story: oh, Anthem rip. Anthem Dead
0: Kazoo it's Taps. Dead. I don't uh, did. It, like, was there anyone in the real world who thought Anthem 2.0 was going to work out?
1: Yes. Uh, Reddit post. Um, Reddit post timestamped uh, seven hours ago. Uh, there's, I can probably get the exact time, but I'm not going to click further into Reddit to find out. Uh, post title, I'm doing my part. Hashtag, I believe in Anthem. Um, and it's a screen cap of him buying the Anthem Legion of Dawn edition uh, with the digital soundtrack and the DLC. Oh no! Um, and seven oh. minutes, seven minutes later, the the blog post was put up on Bioware's website announcing the cancellation of Anthem.
0: Next, what did they cite for reasons?
1: Uh, COVID nineteen. <laughs> oh, uh, not
0: not the abysmal track record of Anthem.
1: Apparently not. Um, I mean, that's that's your catch all get out of jail free card uh, with this sort of stuff. And obviously, you're not going to go on the company website and uh, post, well, yeah, we fucked up real bad. Uh, it was fucked up in, in conception. It was fucked up in uh, development. It was fucked up in design. It was fucked up in execution. It was fucked up in post launch live service. And then it was I think fucked
0: up cool. again. <laughs> it's cool to me that I actually played Anthem. I Did feel you? like I'm like one of, yeah, just briefly. Um, I feel like not a lot of people did. I didn't.
1: I uh um I it's the funniest part of that screen cap actually is that uh it has the price tag for this uh oh, Legion of Dawn edition. It? Uh it's ten and a
0: half Euros, which translates to about thirteen bucks US. Oh, so they didn't really mess up. They didn't really that's not so bad. Um yeah, I uh I'm famously on board with saying that the flight was fun in that game. That's yeah. my one comment about Anthem. Uh so Uh, Hopefully, uh, we will see flight in other games.
1: Yep, uh, I mean yet again. Andromeda was sort of getting there. They had a lot more uh, three dimensions of movement, but it was more like jump jet stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you could you could jump, you could double jump, and then air dash. Yeah, like Mm. you had like a jetpack. Games have had jetpacks before, um, instead of full flight. And uh, Andromeda sort of had that, but I think it was sort of moving in that direction and. If we see the legacy of Anthem anywhere, it will be them probably putting that flight module into uh, a theoretical Mass Effect 4. Um, All
0: right, well, then I'd play that Mass Effect like gangbusters. Yeah. Um, What seems obvious
1: about this is that they've realized, uh, due to fan reactions to uh, the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition, press stuff, and the... uh, Frankly, pathetically thirsty responses to the absolute zero news they've had about Dragon Age 4 for like years now. Like, every single time people get themselves into these massive hype avalanches about what's coming from Dragon Age 4 at this or that show, and it's like they literally show concept art. (laughs) They have nothing. they... They have nothing on that game, but they've realized that there are two franchises that. Bioware, three franchises, really, because Bioware is still running a Star Wars MMO. Um, the Old Republic is still up and running. It's the one pre-EA uh, deal. Um, I th- yeah, huh. yeah, that's literally pre-EA. Like, EA signed that, that 10-year deal in 2011 to uh, exclusively develop games, and I think the Old Republic launched in, like, 2008. Huh, okay. All right, well, how about it? Let me check. You no, know, it it launched. Um, uh, it is obviously it is an EA game because of whatever. Uh, but it is. It, it, oh, that's what it is. It's its pre Disney sale. Um, oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. yes. yes it's sure. the it's the one Legends product that's still up and running. Uh, yeah, it launched on December twentieth, two thousand eleven. Uh, and it's still kicking around. And frankly, I. Don't see why they'd take it offline anytime soon since they're apparently still making a lot of money off of it. Hmm. Um, that, that must be a fun thing to write for, right? Because that's like the baleful eye of Disney has moved from you. Because like, cause if you're writing, if you're a script writer, you're a story writer for The Old Republic, you're like writing licensed fan fiction at this point. Like nothing Yeah, you're, right? Nothing you're doing is being considered at all by the Disney working groups. Uh, that are producing that, that have like you know gone on. They're they're now doing their own old Republic thing, the High Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what if the Jedi were uh, immigration customs and enforcement? That uh, that fun universe that they imagined? That um, sounds fun. That yeah, sounds yeah,
0: exactly what I want.
1: Oh, I'm not being—I'm not joking either. That was their pitch. Their pitch is that um, Jet Air, like the Texas Rangers, uh, not the baseball <sighs> team, the uh, the law enforcement agency. Um, Whoa, and yeah. back in the at the high at the height of the Old Republic's um, glory, which is I guess about 600 years before um, the prequels start, uh, a bunch of like a hordes of barbarians are flooding across their space borders. Oh no. Uh, and doing Come and doing on. and doing Space 911. And um and the heroic uh law giving um federal police the Jedi have to step in um and uh convince their children with uh, learning disabilities to do bomb plots. <laughs> is what
0: I'm guessing the uh, the storyline of of those games will be. Uh well, thank god joker Charnov already gets finally gets his moment in the sun yes the uh, he universe. he has a purple lightsaber joker <laughs> Charnov. He, he
1: will in the uh, in the upcoming title of which he will be a star because uh, that guy's he's got a the star, look
0: baby he's, he's a got star. the look
1: all the ladies thought he was the hottest thing when he mm-hmm. um,
0: that's right and just noticed um so uh yeah, Anthem is dead. Um, any any final thoughts on Anthem? Anything? We yeah, can I'm add?
1: I'm glad it's gone. Uh, maybe I'll play it when it's five bucks, um, which would be a, another fifty percent price reduction, over fifty percent from what our poor friend in the European Union paid. Um, I'm glad it's gone. Not just because I think it was conceived in a very bad and stupid way, and that the management principles that led to it shouldn't be rewarded, um, but it does allow. And slash force Bioware to focus on the shit they should have been focusing on all along. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure we're going to hear at some point that Dragon Age 4 has been turned into a, uh, a a live service game. Because EA just cannot
0: stop with that shit. They love it. Um, but can, uh, you'd play that. It, yeah, you're yeah. you're literally you're literally Donald Trump with that like mm-hmm. EA has made a EA has made this a live service game. But it's fine. I'll, 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 I'll still that gar- eat that garbage. Yeah, I'll still eat yeah. that garbage.
1: Uh, and we've seen the first they did release a story trailer for Dragon Age 4 where it basically was more or less explicitly setting up this is going to be fantasy world the division um with where in a bunch of faceless um player personas are going to start running around an open world. I mean, they haven't they haven't committed to the open world bet, but uh, this whole thing about how with um, Varric, the dwarf character growling about how heroes are dead and the regular people need to rise up and yeah, that, that what they're talking about is is a live service game where you party up and uh, do raids. That's that's what that's what that's what those story beats mean. Um, you, you know, the, I, I'm I'm guessing the the Bioware model. Um, is dead, at least for Dragon Age. Um, maybe we'll get it back for Mass Effect. Guy because the thing about Mass Effect is, like, people want a very specific thing from that. It wasn't Andromeda. They didn't want Andromeda. They want... Their and they car- made that
0: very clear. Yeah.
1: What they want is their cute, nerd, alien sex lady. And they want to fuck her. And you need to have a individual player, PC, single-player experience... Um, to fuck Liara. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just, you can't, you know, you don't queue up or join to it to fuck the Asari lady. You have a, don't an, give emotion- ideas. <laughs> You have an intimate emotional connection developed over the course of 40 hours. Don't give him ideas. Yeah. Um, and then you get one cutscene where you, you get to see like really bad, um, uh, what's the name of that program? The, the the porn program the the one they make um really bad whatever really bad 3D porn of of liar like they really should just hire the people who make all of that pornography to do their sex scenes because those people mm-hmm. do it a lot better than the really comical sex scenes that we've been getting in these games that have tried to be mature oh well yeah like I mean, like those yeah cyberpunks are like even like the even cuz most of those I I I don't know why most of those are made but most of them seem to be made because they're funny. And you know there's different layers of really black irony poisoning uh working in with the uh the horniness that permeates online. But they're still like 10,000 times better than the these like daytime soap opera sex scenes. <laughs> like it, when you sleep with characters, I mean, I guess in in Dragon Age Inquisition, they actually did start showing a little bit of nudity in that the the female characters would get topless, whoa. but yeah, whoa, before that, you know it was it was literally we are having a close on sex scene, um yeah, very,
0: very much, very much days of our lives, kind of yeah, right, um.
1: So I don't know, maybe at the, they'll at some point make one of these that is actually sexy, but I am, I am highly skeptical um, of their but ability. But that's what you're waiting for. Is yes, what yes, that's, right. what, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. That's the, I mean, that is the Apogee, that is the only possible place that Mass Effect... I don't think Apogee games make stuff anymore. No, no, they got bought. Um, but that's the only possible place that um, Mass Effect has to go from here. Uh, is to the to the part where the 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 porn is actually in the game uh mm. because I don't really see e
0: a porn <laughs>
1: it's in the game yeah um and yeah and i'll I'll take what I can get from dragon age at this point i mean Ugh.
0: you and Leo having to play dragon age just like hating every minute of it, but like you know day one completing mm-hmm. every single raid. Is going to be very funny to watch yes um, i mean i like both of you very much but it will be very funny to watch
1: yeah i mean it's uh, honestly if it's games as a service i won't do it um i won't do the raids at least I, i've never done the raids i don't like partying up i mean we'll i will get as far as i you'll can do it no you'll i it. I will get as far as i can through like soloing and you'll basically you'll start a no
0: cartridge be-
1: guild so you could get the raids. i absolutely will not you totally will, will. Will, um, My love for Dragon Age is, is is pretty strong, but my love of not talking to people, that is definitional. That is character-defining. You <laughs> will absolutely not get me partying up with people in voice chat for fucking Dragon Age. It's you like, you like, The Corbin only thing, thing... Just the,
0: trying, like, trying to take down some sort of big monster.
1: You, the only way you can get me to even show up for that shit is like, if I had to group up in voice chat for healthcare.
0: And that's about it. <laughs> well, um, makes sense. There's another cancellation that you're not so happy about. Yeah, and it's you're, not you're bombed, and it's something that's come up on the show before. And it sounds like uh, sounds like it might be the last time it comes up on the show. Unfortunately, uh, it'll
1: be back, but this is a very very strong blow to it. Uh, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two has been delayed to late next year. Hell, I don't even know if they said late. This is 2022? I'm gonna assume late, if at all, uh, because they are dropping the developer. Paradoxes axe the developer. This comes after axing the na- the narrative leads, the project leads. Uh, one of the replacement for the project leads. There was a period in time where supposedly um, some consultant who had previously worked on uh, the early Assassin's Creed games have been brought in to. Ah, ringer. Streamline various stuff. Um the
0: game is not in good shape. Yeah, that's bad. Why did so like was it just that no one can get the do we think no one is able to write for Vampire the Masquerade? Is that no, the problem? No, I'm sure the
1: writing's fine. Um I'm going to guess that there ever since White Wolf bought the this IP there have been Significant, pernicious issues of executive meddling, because the people who bought the IP bought it as a vanity project. Uh, they bought it because uh. they were personally invested in the White Wolf IP, specifically in Vampire: The Masquerade. Like, there's a reason. Okay. There's a reason this game gets delayed while that piece of absolute shit, uh, Werewolf: The Apocalypse Earthblood or something, just this <laughs> piece of <laughs> shovelware garbage. Uh, you know that's insulting even at thirty dollars or whatever it is. It plays like a like they haven't learned anything from a, from the PlayStation Two era. It has the same sort of uh, animation fidelity too. Um, just this nonsense, you know, reskinned um, mid PS Two action game like sub psyops the Mindgate conspiracy level controls. Um, <laughs> just complete nonsense. That that gets thrown out the door because it's werewolf. No one gives a fuck about werewolf. Well, there's no sure. emotional investment in werewolf. They're still doing werewolf. The apocalypse is a game about um, what if uh, ninety. What if the cops' conception of nineties eco-terrorisms were, were real? Like if the if the the uh, Earth Liberation Front, as the FBI thought of it, actually existed. Uh, and was as goofy and stupid uh, as the FBI thought they were, but they were the good guys, and you had to enjoy playing them. So you've got like a growling um, cop dad, uh, troop dad, with like you know the soldier goatee and the and the the hair and a couple tat. He's tatted up, and he turns into a werewolf. And it, when he's when he's in his human form, he's wearing like black jeans and a sleeveless uh, jacket. You know, he's Ugh. one he's one of these guys, uh, and you just go through like. Killing, um, goofy, like, Captain Planet Villain type oil company guys. Like, they're this, like, shiny, like, they're, they've got these shiny machines and they're, like, eating the forest. Um, and we've, <laughs> we've got to protect the forest. Um, but, I, I guess they're, yeah. they're fracking or something, but, like, all these, like, you know, like, giant metal boxes keep showing up in the forest it's like like nothing's actually ever built like this in the real world like you you don't like start building your compound like right inside the logging zone (laughs) you send people out there
0: it sounds really good actually it sounds like uh sounds like something that everyone's gonna like uh get into in a few years
1: um the combat sucks everything about that game sucks uh I've, (laughs) i've i uh you clearly had to review it. Thirty minutes. I spent. 30, I I lasted thirty minutes in it. Um, I did not review it. Um, mm. I generally I, both because there's both because it's terrible. And I try to avoid doing too many negative terrible reviews on Goonhammer, both because it's bad for engagement and because um, it's like useless and sort of masturbatory to just write a review that is dunking on a game uh, with no further lessons learned. Uh, that's what Twitter is for um
0: and there, <laughs> That's where we masturbate.
1: There were no further lessons
0: to be learned
1: from where from this Werewolf the Apocalypse game. It was just it was nothing. It was a piece of shit. Um and they don't want they don't want that for Vampire the Masquerade. Like there are brand equity decisions behind. What you release with the Vampire the Masquerade. Now, some of those are more important than others, like the the visual novel games. They've been releasing these uh, Vampire the Masquerade visual novel games about one Wonder or eight. two a year, I think, since the takeover. Um, and outside some controversies over hiring a transphobe to write part of it, who then proceeded to put a transphobic character into the game. What? Um Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> fucked up. I know. Um, they just they they have the one thing and they always do it. Um,
0: <laughs> it's a Babylon B wrote, uh, wrote this, uh, wrote this game. Yeah.
1: Um, so th- those have been coming out fairly regularly, but you know, Vampire of the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is a brand both with the Masquerade's license, but also the, you know, the name Bloodlines, the, the Vampire of the Masquerade's Bloodlines name and what that means. So right. they've got a lot of incentives to both get this right. And to constantly be at war with the team of people they want to get it right because they'll have a very specific uh. idea in their head of what right is. That's so brutal. Um, and, you know, and there's probably other stuff going on, too. Like uh, there's been constant talk. They want to get um, a vampire TV show on one of these streaming services, uh, Amazon Great. or Netflix. Why not? Um, it's obvious, honestly, it's frankly insane that it hasn't happened yet. Uh, it was insane that it didn't, that it didn't happen – five or ten years ago uh, but they're obviously still in negotiations about that um, and you know releasing a dog shit video game certainly doesn't help the brand at a time when the brand's value is the sticking point in negotiations with uh, your Netflix or your Amazon um, so I could see why they'd rather punt this um, and soft cancel it I mean switching developers is a like are, are you going to start over? like i mean you'd have to right yeah, like, like that
0: that yeah there's, there's no real way you could just like you can just
1: i mean switch if if you easily. if you
0: own all if you own all the
1: assets maybe but you you're, what you to you're just going to hope that the code was properly commented no you got to start over and you know what we saw was a mostly looked like a mostly complete game it certainly looked like it was a complete combat loop like yeah. uh, i had my doubts about how fun it would be to play but they showed off a substantial amount of you know here's what it looks like when you stealth kill a guy here's what it looks like when you do combat with a guy and it's possible all of that was you know jury rigged um essentially a cutscene uh nonsense and they and it was all smoke and certainly mirrors, possible there was nothing nothing below that and it's it's not like hard suit labs has the best track record <laughs> um, they're the. the, they're the de- what else have they done? They're the developer that's being replaced. Um, let me get their games list up. Hard, uh, Hard Suit Labs, formerly Zombie Studios. Oh God. So, this is funny. So they did they did all of the Spec Ops games except
0: the Spec Ops game everyone knows. Oh yeah. Oh god, those games are so bad. I've actually like I did some I did some research for the on the when I was writing the book on the old Spec Ops games and they they're so brutal. Yes, they're so stupid looking. Um,
1: Super Bubble Pop, two thousand two. They did the licensed Saw game. <gasps> they did the sequel to the licensed Saw game. The licensed Saw game must be so good. Um, they did something called Blacklight, uh, which appears to be like a zombie military shooter. Okay. Um. No. No. Wait. Maybe it's cyberpunk. Yes. It's. It's, it's like. It's like cyberpunk operator shit. Um. This is not yeah. <laughs> this is not a great this track is, record.
0: This is rough. Why? Yeah, I can't believe that. Oh like,
1: God, they're, they're they're a former um, uh, propaganda mill for the uh, for the military. Uh, they did America's Army. They did. They did America's. They one of the America's Armies. Oh yeah, because there are a lot of them. Uh, it wasn't the original. No, they did America's Army Special Forces, which is
0: like one of the last ones. One of the okay. Because I was going to say like. America's Army is like a vile piece of uh, propaganda. First one, kind of an impressive achievement yeah. in some ways, but okay, yeah. The uh, <laughs> the other game's not so good. Yeah. Um, Apparently, some of these
1: games. This is funny because on the wiki, this is under the the header "Serious Games." <laughs> that's that's what this is. Um, Yikes. But they they they've got what sort of seems like training material games on here too. Future soldier trainer, convoy oh. trainer, JROTC first aid trainer.
0: Uh, oh man, can you can you imagine playing a game where you're a rats where you do ROTC? Like that is that is so grim. Yeah, you're just like you like you're tired of people calling you a weirdo loser cadet in real life. You have to like you have to get it on on like on your free time as well. So yeah. Paradox
1: bought uh, hard suit uh, zombie games and reorganized them into Hardsuit Labs. Um, you go to the games section on their website. You get a four hundred four because they hastily pulled all of the Bloodlines Two stuff. Naturally, you're um, gonna say you know it doesn't sound like the project was in great hands to begin with, uh, except for the fact that they did hire like. The, the top level people they brought on were veterans from those first games, or, or and from community stuff afterwards. I
0: just like what I what I don't understand is like why if you, this is a passion project on some level, why you'd bring on hard suit labs. Well, like what's the pitch they could have done? They were cheap. <laughs> they were okay. easy to buy, and they really had good some people.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it really does sound like they they bought the shell of a studio and sort of fucked with it and, you know, hired new people, put new structures in place. And it was intended to be a brand new studio putting out its first serious game, and this was a statement. Um, I guess it was a statement from some (laughs) perspective, but now the game doesn't have a developer
0: anymore. Um, And... That's kind of a death knell. Yeah,
1: I don't know where you go from that. You've got like, all right, so um, they've lost the studio, the lead narrative designer, the creative director, and the head writer. They don't have a game anymore. Like, I mean, uh, they have um... they have a series of very very large uh, dev files on a server rack in Paradoxus.
0: Uh, you know, on
1: Paradox's company network, but be- they don't have a game.
0: They could, like, they could, um, they could probably come up with, like, a tabletop campaign with what they have. <laughs> <sighs> well, this is a bummer. Um, yeah, a I mean, I, I'm sorry, I know you were looking forward to that one.
1: I kind of started to make my peace with the game being bad, uh... When obviously when the leadership for the game started getting kicked off the project, um, right? Or resigning, they all. Obviously, you know, if you want a future job in the industry, uh, it takes a lot when you're getting shoved out the door to not, you know, uh, frame it as a willful as a willing departure. Um, it seems (laughs) pretty obvious that whatever was going on with uh, Bloodlines Two, it wasn't just you know. The creative director, narrative designers, and head writers just didn't want to work on it anymore. Obviously, there was something else going on there. Um, I hate this game now. Yeah, <laughs> this is who I am. <laughs> but I, you know, I thought it. But I thought I'd at least get to play it. At this point, I want to say betting odds—you have to be pretty strong in favor of this being it's quietly be canceled ever. late 2021. And never seen, and maybe there being like projects to try to get it resurrected uh, on Twitter for the next couple years until maybe Mm -hmm. they try to circle back in like three or four years with a completely new project from scratch.
0: Especially if some of these executives lose their jobs. That sounds about right. Well, that's a bummer. That's a shame. Um, all right, well, uh, is our last story happy? No, it's funny. Um, yeah, okay, it's funny. It's, I'll it's take it. has got nostalgia. I like this because this really this really is a 9-11 story. Like, this is a story of Columbine. This is a 9-11 story. This is a story that hasn't been around for a no, while. No, this is, is that, this like, is a,
1: like I, yeah, I, nostalgia for this sort of stuff.
0: This is great. And when I say that I have nostalgia for uh, Columbine and 9-11, understand, I know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please,
1: I, I I encourage you to clip that out of context. Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> no, it's um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. There's a there's <laughs> there's an Illinois uh, politician who wants to ban violent video games. It's
1: uh, and you know Jack Thompson isn't involved. He must be get. He must be too old now. Um. Oh God. Well, yes. You know, he's, he's, he's like he's, seventy.
0: He's still doing stuff. Well, what, what was Jack Thompson's last thing? Um, my thing about, um, this whole thing about banning violent video games is, is always, always what ends up happening is, um, you end up, uh, you end up basically just licensing military shooters to be as, uh, grotesque and violent as they could possibly want to be. Because that's the kind of, um, the kind of violence that people like Jack Thompson are totally okay with. Um. It can't be like goofy or anything like that, but if it's uh, you know, white phosphorus, that's fine, whatever. He's a big fan um, of Six Days in Fallujah. Yeah, exactly. Uh let's see. Um Manhunt, Mortal Kombat, activism. Um Yeah, you know what? I guess I guess it hasn't been I guess it's been a while for him. Twenty thirteen maybe is the last time he he really did anything. Yeah. Um Huh it's, this he got is, mad about a, a Half-Life mod called School Shooter North American Tour. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, uh, just really like doing it for me, remembering that period of time in my life where School Shooter to, uh, <laughs> North American Tour in 2012 could have been the name of a game. See,
1: my theory for um, why this has gone out of style is that, it requ- is that opposition to violent video games now requires an alliance between liberal scolds and
0: conservative... Yeah, people. you're not going to get that. And that
1: that, that alliance no longer can exist. It was already kind of untenable uh, when Tipper Gore and company were doing it back in the late '90s, um, and it Lieberman, Lieberman Lieberman kept it alive yeah, as long as he could because um, it requires a you know a definite bipartisanship of the shittiest people in America coming together on an issue, and at this point, one of those groups of shitty people has decided that they want to kill the other group. Um, and there will be no coming together uh, over uh, what the children are playing
0: because uh, they. I also, agree. Like, and once Q has the storm come, that group trying to kill the other group is going to have something coming to them.
1: Yeah, and that, well, so that's that's great thing because Q is like, like you can't you can't really get worried about what violent video games are doing to your kids when Q has given you like this much bigger, better. Way to juice that emotion, like that's imagining true. your kids getting kidnapped and raped, um, like that's like you go from like there's like the level one anxiety, anger um, trigger, and the queue is just like no, 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 we're going straight to level ninety nine. Yeah, this is <laughs> we are gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah, like this is nothing. This is I mean what this actually is is the state representative wants
0: to get his name in the news. Like this bill has no yeah. chance of passing. Um, oh. God no no. There's no there's not not even a remote not even the like most remote chance uh, that we will see anything come of this. If it I, I if it did I don't even think I would be shocked even if like you know the usual suspects of of like uh, you know like video games are like are cool and and like you people are the problem writers. I would be shocked if even they uh, you know had anything to say about this.
1: I do appreciate that he th- he says that. He's going after one he's going after GTA 5 in uh 2021. Very funny. So he's like 5 years late already. Uh, well, in fairness, they keep coming out with remasters. That's true. Uh, but he he at this point he specifically says uh, GTA 5 is causing carjackings, which is the that is the <laughs> most 1999 statement imaginable.
0: That rocks. It like is. all all the carjackings that are happening, all the Wow! They dropped a new that they is... dropped a new
1: content patch, and those carjackings they just went up in Chicago. Um, and this is the only, this is the only rational explanation. Oh, Illinois politics are
0: so bad. See,
1: the funny thing is, even if this in the crazy world where this somehow passes and gets legally challenged, this this current Supreme Court strikes it the fuck down. Why? Because the video game industry is big business, and our current Republicans love big business. Um, Yep, that's right. Like, the video games are now the house. They're the boss. They are the, you know, the video games industry is now, you know, up there with the film industry and the TV industry and radio and all these massive media conglomerates that get
0: to set the rules. That's right. And, like, honestly, like, there are so few of those anymore, particularly after COVID, a bunch of, like, a bunch of the ones, like, hanging on have fled. And so, like, yeah, you just get to – you get to – you get to be the people who are like, yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I just, I just, I, just, uh, I like, I like helping businesses. Um, yep. That's like, yeah. Uh, so, well, um, what violent video game would you like to see banned? Let us know. <laughs> it's like, ban all games. Uh, ban
1: all games.
0: You don't want that. That's. Um, I think. What what violent video game would I like to see banned? I would like to see. Um, I would like to see the first America's Army get banned, yeah. just so a bunch of a bunch of like MAGA people can try and find a computer that would still play it, um, so they could play it. Like just buying a like a Pentium II or something like that, <laughs> uh, just to just to own the libs uh, would be very funny. Um, I want them to ban um,
1: Call of Duty not because it's violent, but because it would make people angry.
0: People keep owning us about saying that Call of Duty was going to uh, fail, and uh, and then it became like the most successful iteration of Call of Duty ever. So, uh, look, I would also like that. Look, I would like, I would like to be vindicated by the state. Just ban if it, at all ban it for a
1: year. Uh, obviously, it'll get overturned in court, but ban it for a year, just so those idiots can take a year off and properly reassess like their network setups, do some quality of life improvements, so they're not con- continually doing live service. You know that sort of thing, and and the idiots in this case actually are the players. I started talking with the devs halfway through the sentence, but the the, the players should also take a year off and play a different fucking video game, um,
0: even if that means uh, getting really good at Escape from Tarkov. Um, They're gonna get so good at Escape from Tarkov, and then you're just gonna have a bunch of people complaining about like uh, immersion in their uh, you know. in their competitive show. no but I,
1: I think call of duty could use a year off a, a manufactured year off um for them to just you know tune up some stuff um uh you know fix their servers which have apparently been a nightmare i follow a bunch of i don't play call of duty but i follow a bunch of call of duty people um so that means i get like these well-produced uh well-edited videos of the their um their <laughs> their, their games no their games hard locking in the lobby Intercut with like <laughs> with like videos of you know music videos and stuff like that because they're so angry about how the new patch because the new patch the new at least for some of my friends the new patches they put out keep fucking tanking uh, the server side and um, connect connectivity stuff leading sometimes to the game hard locking. So you know, if they spend over two minutes in the lobby, when the server, when the when their program tries to hit the server and an update or something, uh, something goes horribly wrong, uh, and they have to uh, you know control it, delete out of the program. Um, So you know, take a year off, fix stuff like that. Um, Maybe you know, figure out what uh, the giant conspiracy behind skill based matchmaking, which is still a huge controversy in that community love it
0: love skill-based matchmaking yeah. so funny well there was there's uh, there was, how, how
1: angry it makes them. yeah there was a huge um scandal because apparently people figured out how to game it with uh, their routers they get these routers that limit what ips you can talk to uh, what IP ranges you can talk to. And long story short, they can force the matchmaking service to only, say, pair them with players in the state of Kansas. Um, oh, that's so funny. And there may be very good players in the state of Kansas, but if, you're, if, you, if you limit your pool like that, the game is going to force you into matches with uh, you know a bunch of people. From Kansas, and they're and most of those are gonna be like normies and casuals as opposed to the people on your proper skill level, let's say um, Funny. okay, so well. yeah, that's that's the you know you know, just a year off so you could take take a look at that stuff and
0: maybe um you know figure out what's going yeah, on. I don't know, maybe figure out how to get beyond like a couple of minor tricks, yeah, um cool, uh yeah, I know I'm with you, that makes sense, uh well, best of luck to this guy, um I sure hope he is able to cancel video games. Yes. Uh,
1: so I have, uh, moving on to the games we've been playing, the, the games that have not been canceled um, that we're playing this week. Right. Uh, I have, and this has actually been true for many weeks in the past, I've been keeping a secret, secretly playing this game. Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, which is the, I have this thing I do with these Assassin's Creed games, which is I play them like one behind like when the next one com- when the new one comes out I play the one that came out before it so I played Origins when Odyssey came out now that Valhalla's out I'm playing Odyssey hopefully by the time the one after Valhalla comes out of a good enough computer or a PS5
0: or something um, that allow- will allow me to play Valhalla um, so I'm playing That's smart. You, they're so long and you also get like a chance to um you also like get a chance to play it on really good Yeah, and, like, with all the content in it and everything. Yeah, of course. Don't have to wait for DLC.
1: And, um, man, this is a fucking big game. Uh, uh, People have said before, like, the ways in which it is big are not, like, strictly good. I am 60 hours into the game. I have not gone to half the map. Like, it is huge. Um, And, uh, you know, it's entertaining enough. It's got the, the core gameplay loop. Uh, you you kill a bunch of people. Um, oh, really? Sort of. You you can do it from stealth, or you. Can, it's got this like proto um, nemesis system with the mercenaries that's in it. Uh, Ubisoft has sort of been back solving a bunch of other stuff, just like going around what's what's big in the games world right now, and just sort of grabbing you know pieces from other products and throwing them into Assassin's Creed. Uh, the two big things in Odyssey are kind of uh, this uh, nemesis system from the Shadow of Mordor games, which it right. doesn't have the the attributes that WB Games tried to patent, which are the progression, um, where the where the nemesis returns after being killed, and you know.
0: Did they ever get? Did they ever patent that? I don't that? think.
1: I mean, I, I know WB Games is gone. Yeah, but. I think I don't think they got. I, I haven't looked into it. My impression from what i last read about it was the they they hold a patent but it is essentially unenforceable Mm -hmm. um and that this sort of and that patenting game mechanics is a thing that people try to do and it's not really successful or enforceable in court
0: regardless of whether or not the patent gets issued um okay uh, it makes total sense because of course like Patents have to rely on something that is obviously non-repeatable, yeah. and mechanics are, um, like, not, no, I'm sorry, that, that not, non-repeatable is not what I mean. I mean, um, it has to be something that is, like, able to be, like, identified as forged, yeah. effectively. And uh, video game mechanics are fairly nebulous. The only two patents I've ever heard of are this Nemesis
1: system patent, which doesn't actually seem to have prevented video games like Odyssey and Watchdog Legions and putting in nemesis mm-hmm. systems and the big one before that was like someone patented uh, games that you play on loading screens um, <laughs> and that was nice. held up previously as the as the big this is the uh, this is the example of some of a game developer pi- um, patenting something and no one ever doing it ever again well you know why they didn't do it because playing a video playing a mini game on the loading screen sounds like a fucking
0: nightmare you know, also, the only real reason it works is because a yeah, long, long loading screen. yeah, like no one like, wants that. <laughs> yeah. once you get a better like if you do a remaster, those go away. Like and if they're the best part of your game, then people just want, yeah, no, that's terrible. Yeah. Um well, that was like the Assassin's Creed. you could sometimes run around in the animus of the world. yeah screen. yeah, that's like, I guess this is this is fun. Well, whatever.
1: Uh, there's very little of the animus slash real world world stuff in this, which is good. Um but it's still like the less of that stuff they put in, the weirder it is when it arrives. Um, mm. and it's like, oh right, why is this vestigial thing still hanging around? Uh, I've seen yeah, sure, I've seen the alleged main character of the game uh, once for maybe five minutes over the course of the 60 hours I've played. Uh, since then <laughs> it's been this character in the anime the the character I'm playing in ancient Greece. um it's a, it's, you know, it's a fantastic one of those. Uh, I feel like absolute death. Uh, my care i feel like I have the power of absolute death. Uh, uh, okay, when I'm walk- I thought yeah, you, meant yeah. that you felt terrible. Yeah. Um, Which, I, mean, I do that all you the can time. Can also yeah. feel that way. But it's not related. Yeah, to, it's right, not related to the game. Um, you know, you feel like you—you you feel. I mean, the character arc of the game is basically that your character is a demigod, sort of. With for the, there are various plot reasons uh, that involve the. The Assassin's Creed overstory as to why your character is basically a demigod. But even, like, mythologically speaking, narratively, in, you know, just ancient Greek people talking to ancient Greek people, oh, this extremely impressive person is like a demigod, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Your character is basically a walking um, demigod, you know, a, a larger than life mythical character uh, who just. Hercules, the movie, the game. Pretty much like Xenia, because uh, obviously I'm playing the. Um, the, you know the story the story behind the protagonists of this game right uh, all no. right so uh, originally there the the way the plot works is uh you are one of two siblings um you can choose which sibling you play the sibling that you don't choose becomes the game's main villain um Whoa. and sort of like a a you know a dark mirror version of your main character in terms of uh demi you know larger than life mythical accomplishments uh the villains of the game are this are this massive cult which are sort of like a precursor to the templars um okay and uh the head of that cult but he's not really the head it you know like the their enforcer slash like brainwashed servant but also just clearly the most powerful member of the cult uh is your sibling um, oh okay, got it. Got uh, it got and it. you know and there there are situations if you do if you play the game right you, and you make the right choices, there are situations where you and your sibling team up a, at the end rather than kill each other. Um, but they are for much much of the game they are your antagonist. Uh, in the original pitch for the game, there was no character choice. The main character was Cassandra, the sister and the um, oh. and the uh, brother. Uh, Alexius was the bad guy. Uh, and then one of the guys who got purged during the Ubisoft Shitty Men uh, cancellation tour, the head of creative for Ubisoft, you know, the guy whose job was just going into games and saying, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that. Um, and yeah, got, the dream yeah, job. The guy the, the guy whose job was friend of the CEO um, said that no one, <laughs> one said, and this is in like 2017. Said that no one wanted to play a female main character, uh, take her out of the game, and they forced the compromise, which was that um, you get to choose which one you play. Um, Man, that sucks. I mean, they got what – like, you can – it's funny because they got what they wanted – both sides did like you can choose to play as Alexios and just actively play the worst, ver- worst version of the game because he has a – because they did they, – they had a very specific role in mind for that voice actor when they cast him and I, I'm pretty sure they cast him before he was supposed to be a protagonist. Um, yeah, I expect. And the role – the guy is doing a very specific voice and he's – what he's doing is the like strongman Hercules voice – from the, like, 60s and 70s serials that, like, Hercules, the Legendary Journey, and Xenia Warrior Princess were based off of. Right, um, sure. So he's he's ludicrously over-emoting, growling all the time, but doing, like, you know, like a strongman voice. Like, he's, he's a loud, boisterous, really goofy character. And, like, he can turn the menace on when he's doing villain things, but your choices are between an actual extremely competent uh, lead performance from the Cassandra voice actor with, you know, heavy emotional range, who can tell jokes, who can be serious, who can be threatening, uh, who can be kind, all that, you know, uh, just a great actual performance. And this fucking goofball, <laughs> who's <laughs> Which, shouting
0: like, at everything. You feel it feel kind of bad for the goofball, because, yeah. of course, I mean, like, he's
1: doing, he's They doing hired the him boys. to be a he's, goofball. Yeah, yeah they, you know, they knew what they had, they knew what they were getting. Uh, and that's who they hired for it, uh, and that's how he was directed. I mean, you know, the voice actors yeah. do as they're told in the in the uh, in the recording booth. Um, so yeah, no, I'm 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 enjoying the story. Uh, there's just so much more of this game to go, and that's before the three DLCs,
0: Ugh. which are on. Are you gonna play oh, this? Yeah.
1: I mean this. Okay, this is going to be my. Like, and I said this on Twitter. This is like my my broke brain game. Because when I, I have these periods, because exam- I've been off my medications, that due to health insurance, off medications that I <laughs> really should have um, for mm, months now, yes. and my brain no longer functions, especially with regards to attention span the way it used to. Ah, yes. Um, so Assassin's Creed is great because I can just hop into the game and play it for 30 minutes and just, you know, clear uh, a, a building or two you know, kill all the guards in a building and take the stuff and watch the the little check mark appear on the map as I complete this location and then, you know, quit the game and do something else. Um, and I sort of dislike how much of a how, how rewarding that gameplay loop is to me, to a version of me that I do not like myself because, you know, I think <laughs> I, you know, I prefer to be on the medication and be able to hold attention on things and have executive function on things for, you know, Periods of time in excess of how long it takes to complete an AC Odyssey uh, map location.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah certainly not the longest uh, span of time that one would want to uh, to have uh, under their belt yeah. in society.
1: So you know, mixed feelings on that, but it has you know I'm probably just going to keep it installed um, through the rest of the rest through the rest of the year. Who knows um <laughs> forever yeah and you know uh, finish up you know in october november with 200 hours and or something
0: all right nice well i'm excited to hear how that goes um i haven't really been playing that much uh, i've been i don't know i've had my own stuff going on uh with with you know brains etc uh but i i have been um chipping away a little bit at a visual novel called silver case um, which is uh, one of the visual novels by uh, Suda, uh, who is better known uh, for his. Um, I mean, Suda does a lot of has done a lot of stuff, but probably best known for uh, No More Heroes and Killer Seven and and those games. Um, uh, but yeah, Silver Case is neat. It's a it's a you know it's a visual novel about being like in this weirdo police squad chasing, like, these sort of, like, strange killers. It's it's cool. It's um so far so good, right, basically. Um, I'm not super far into it, but I've been enjoying it a lot so far. I'm, I'm trying to play more visual novels this year because it's a, uh, a genre that I am not super familiar with, and I feel like uh, I should be giving it more attention. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I actually I just got Valheim, Ooh, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to try that, too. That's another thing where, like, the way that my mind works right now, I am,
1: like, I see Valheim instead of going. I want to play this. I, I go. I need to find a good streamer of this so I can just put on an eight-hour stream of them playing it on the other monitor while I click Absolutely around. Absolutely reasonable. One hundred percent reasonable. Um, I love how that game looks. Uh, um, I, I it's know that great. that's it been so good. the um, the the weird point of contention over that game, but the, that's that's exactly how you should be doing uh, a game of that complexity and size. Uh, with those graphics low fidelity textures ps1 era textures really in in most parts and then you let all the aesthetic work get done by the lighting engine and the uh, effects engine
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and then it runs at the speed you need it to without chugging everyone's computer right well i i think we're doing great i think you're doing great uh john and i think you you all are doing great too the audience um John, anything that you would like to plug before we before we hop off the air? Um,
1: no, I'm probably going to... I'll have a review of something dropping um, either late this week or early next week at Goonhammer. Probably The Last Epoch, which is a... Uh, we'll talk about it more next week, but it's a, it's an ARPG in early access that I haven't really been enjoying. Um, oh, good. Uh, my review of The Medium dropped last week. Uh, it was dog shit, as we discussed in my last episode. Yeah, it sounds extremely um, bad. So, uh, more like the small rats off to the the medium, neither rare nor well done. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: um but that's that's about wonderful. it, yeah. All right, yep. And uh, same here, just you know, the normal stuff. Uh, the Patreon is still active and doing more there. Um, the podcast is still going, as uh, perhaps you noticed. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, otherwise, otherwise, just you know, the norm. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, bye. Night. (laughs)